Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. This is for the week of August 11th, 2019. And we welcome Ty Coslow. Ty is a young man uh, from New Jersey. And he has a great story to tell us. Well, Chael's son walked into the back of the locker room and he was just around 11 years old. And then he battled in a jiu-jitsu grappling match. Rudy Prieto, if you remember Rudy, was on our show not too long ago. He was making headlines after he took on the Instagram well-known person Supreme Patty, and uh, in which Rudy Prieto defeated him. So Ty decided to call him out on social media uh, for a grappling match, a jiu-jitsu match, and well, he will go ahead and elaborate as far as more on that story. It's a great story. You want to hear it here, and uh, this is the future. This man right here will soon be at a Bellator or UFC or any of the big promotions. So keep your eye on Ty and uh, this and a whole lot more coming up next on The Roman Show. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Lido. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Lido, go. The Roman Show with your host, Rodolfo Roman. All right, Ty Coslow will be our guest. He'll be joining us in just a few here on The Roman Show. Great story to tell. Very nice young man uh, and a listener of the program, actually. Uh, again, he is a prospect, and you want to see him and keep an eye on him because sooner or later, it's just a matter of time until he lands in a Bellator or UFC and any of the other big leagues. But thanks again, your host here, Rodolfo Roman, on another episode. Thank you very much for tuning in once again. We have lots to talk about, but remember to follow us on our socials, Roman Show Media on Facebook and Instagram, The Roman Show on Twitter, Roman 201 on YouTube. Subscribe right now to find out great video interviews. In fact, we have a great interview with Rebel, uh, former TNA Impact Wrestler Superstar. She joined George Alonso uh, with a little brief interview there about her career and so much more. But check that out on YouTube.com or, of course, you can always visit the website, theromanshow.com. All right, uh, just a friendly reminder, guys. Titan FC returns to action August 23rd at the Extreme Action Park. That's going to be live on UFC Fight Pass. If you can't make it here to South Florida, that is the place to see it on UFC Fight Pass. But you can get your tickets right now, cagetix.com forward slash Titan. In fact, Andrew Whitney, who will be battling Jason Suarez for the title, will be joining us on the Roman Show next week. Because guess what? Come this Friday, we're just one week away from the big show at the Extreme Action Park in Fort Lauderdale. Get your tickets right now. Andrew Whitney joining us on the program next week. 
Remember, guys, to get the funk off your junk, you need to purchase a little bit of ball wash. Trust me, you will thank me later. This is a charcoal-based soap that takes away all that stunk or stink from your boys down there. You will thank me later. Listen, I've been wearing this thing uh, since earlier this year where, when at the Florida MMA Awards, I was given one as a gift. And I have to tell you, I've been a fan ever since. I'm just not saying it. Because they support the Roman show. But I'm telling you, I use it myself. It's really, really good. Get yourself right now a bottle of Ball Wash. Very affordable too. Best place to find out how to purchase it. TheRomanShow.com You will see the logo right there to your right side. Click on it and it will guide you to the webpage. Make sure you use that promo, the promo code ROMAN. All in caps to get a percentage off your purchase. All right, let's get things into gear and let's talk some pro wrestling. Coming up next on the Roman Show's Reality Check. And now it's time to give you a reality check. We got some great events coming up. Also, want to mention here CCW returns to action on uh, October 5th in Coral Springs. And on October 6th, you have Blueprint. Blueprint returning with some great action on October 6th. Got some great pro wrestling events coming up here on uh, in South Florida. You want to make sure you keep an eye out for that. Well, of course, the greatest talk here, SummerSlam, took place this past weekend. And, and listen, I, it was a pretty decent show. But what I still have in my mind is the debut of The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. I was just literally right before the recording of this program. I was looking at the video because I, I, I must have seen it maybe three, four times, five times already, I would say. Man, it gives me chills. I cannot remember the last time I saw a pro wrestling event and I saw an entrance and gave me chills. It's been a long time, ever since The Undertaker way back when. But man... That the whole lighting, uh, the, the the lamp with Bray Wyatt's head, the music, man, WWE overdid it. I mean, they just went, listen, you can't compete with that type of production. And Bray Wyatt plays a role so great. I mean, it's so awesome, in my opinion. You know, Vincent Man talked about attraction, right? About having that one wrestler that just shows up every now and then for the big event. That is your Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt should be your Brock Lesnar. Do not have him out on Raw or SmackDown every single week. Keep it a mystery. Keep it that way. Do not overdo it. Keep the Fiend... As that special attraction. Because trust me. It has a lot of hype. People are talking about it. Uh, Code Orange. The heavy metal band. Performed a song. Man. I, you just can't get any better than that. The only the only bad thing that I would say. From that is that. I would have loved. To have. Bray Wyatt. Just. Annihilate Finn Balor. Not even have Finn Balor have an offense whatsoever. 
That's the only thing I would have done differently. But nonetheless, total domination. And, man, I, I, I'm telling you, I get chills. It gets you so hyped for Halloween. And, and we're about, what, two months and a half? Man, it was freaking amazing. Good job, WWE. Don't feed me the fiend anymore until, I don't know, Survivor Series. Or or October. Uh, I don't know what paper the Hell in a Cell they used to have back then. Whatever they have. Keep them every now and then. Maybe six times a year have them show up. But don't, don't ruin it. You're doing a great job with it. You're keeping the mystery. Man, thumbs up for The Fiend, the entrance, the whole nine. It was a total spectacle. Brock Lesnar was defeated. Seth Rollins once again becomes champ- champion. And uh, the Beast Slayer's uh, name, of course, that is something that you could attribute to Seth Rollins because he defeats Brock Lesnar for the second time to retain the title. Very shocked. Many people thought that Brock was going to retain that title. But Seth won clean. Clean. Took him three stomps, but he won fair and square. And now he is battling none other than AJ Styles. Makes perfect sense. I really do hope that both these guys, if this angle or storyline keeps going, they really deliver an awesome badass match. We've seen this match before, but I really hope... They let them go out. I just and they, they they fought a couple of times actually. They fought on Raw, or they fought on uh, pay per view. But let's build it up more. Let's let's savor it in. Don't give me too much. I want to feel it. I want to see it, and I want to see Seth and AJ put on a clinic because I know very damn well they can. And the fact that AJ Styles has the OC, which is technically the Bullet Club, that just adds more fire to it. Speaking of Bullet Club, Kenta, who once wrestled for the WWE, is part of the Bullet Club in New Japan Pro Wrestling. It happened over the weekend, and really cool uh, change of pace there as Kenta was a fan favorite, and he flipped it, and now he is with the Bullet Club. Good stuff coming out of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Speaking, uh, well, turning back into gears as far as WWE SmackDown, the big SmackDown event that's going to be live on Fox. Tickets or ticket announcements are already uh, have been made. And they have also said that there will be a long list of cameos of those who have been part of the SmackDown television program and WWE. Those names include Sting, Hulk Hogan, Trish Stratus, which she uh, lost against Charlotte at a SummerSlam. Kurt Angle, Goldberg, who defeated Dolph Ziggler in SummerSlam. Mick Foley, Mark Henry, and a whole lot more. Now, there were rumors that they were trying to get The Rock. And I'm sure The Rock will appear somehow, some way. Maybe not physically at the event, but perhaps on, t- on pre-recorded, I wouldn't doubt. And then another... Speculation was that they were going to get WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump, our president. Now, if you can make that happen, Vince McMahon, <laughs> your your ratings will definitely be off the roof. And don't be surprised if something of that nature occurs on October 4th when the WWE debuts 
on Fox. Live, SmackDown. Oh, wrestling is about to get a whole lot better since we're just months away too or weeks away from AEW debuting on TNT. All right, guys. Well, Ty Coslo, who I mentioned earlier during the program, this young man uh, took on Rudy Prieto. Rudy Prieto, if you remember, boxed Supreme Patty in an amateur fight. He defeated Supreme Patty. And Ty found out or knew that Rudy Pieto was also a mixed martial artist, and he is. If you remember, he he talked about it here on the program. Uh, he's not an am- he's not a pro, but he's an amateur. But he does have a couple of fights under his belt. So Ty, 18 years old, Prieto a little older, decided to send them a message via social media and called them out for a friendly jujitsu match. Rudy Prieto, um, according to Ty, seemed like he was running away. So what did Ty do? Well. He saved us some cash, cash, and he flew in from the Northeast to fly down south right here to Florida and take on Rudy Prieto in an unsanctioned match. And while well, the rest is history, I'll let Ty tell all of the story and also him meeting Frankie Edgar backstage. I'll, uh, that and a whole lot more. Just go ahead. Here we have Ty Coslo, Ty Coslo joining us right now, coming up next on The Roman Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Roman Show. And, uh, you know, this young man here, he's a listener of the show and has a quite an interesting story to tell. In fact, he took on one of our previous guests uh, in his young career. He started his martial arts career very, very early in his age. And now he's, uh, he's 18. He's not even 20 yet. But he's joining us right now on the Roman Show to speak to us. He's been featured on the uh, Ariel Hawani Show. And, heck, even Chael Sonnen has mentioned him on one of his YouTube videos. Ty Coslow joins us right now. What's going on, Ty? How are you doing, man? Thank you for having me. Nah, thank you, man. Thanks for reaching out and, and thank you for listening. So, Ty, you, you started your martial arts career, your young career, way back when. Uh, what, 13, was it? 13, well, like, in elementary school, I was bullied, like, very bad. Uh-huh. And um, my dad wanted me to, like, defend myself, so I started jiu-jitsu. Uh-huh. And ever since then, I've been hooked on it. And it, it dealt with the bullies and everything. It was crazy. Like, it helped me just defend myself in general. And then I just started falling in love with the sport. So one thing that obviously uh, the, the cool story that you have is you were at one of the events a couple of years ago when you were, what, 13, uh, and Chael Sonnen uh, sees you. He sees you in the crowd, and he takes you to the back to meet Frankie Edgar, uh, who was soon to be yep. Hall of Famer in the UFC. And basically, Chael Sonnen says that's the reason why Frankie Edgar is one of his favorite fighters, because he was willing to take some time to uh, take a picture with a, a young man like yourself. How how the heck did that happen? Because he didn't... It said like he... he Spotted you in the crowd, but how did that happen? And 
you a young man, 13 years old, and here you are, Chael Sonnen, right? A, a big star at the time. Yeah, Pulled you from crazy. the crowd. And t- How the heck does that happen? Yeah, so I was in the crowd, and Chael Sonnen just beat Brian Stan. And he was walking out, and he just took me from the crowd, brought me back to the locker rooms, and just, like, introduced me to all the fighters. You know, Frankie Edgar, Damian Maya, all those guys. And he was saying, just keep, keep focusing on your dream. I was, like, 11 years old. Wow. I was 11 years old, and I, I was I, I was doing jiu-jitsu at the time. Uh-huh. And he was just saying, you know, keep keep doing what you're doing. And the, the sport's growing and stuff, and eventually you will get what you want. And he he literally changed my mind on the sport. He was like, I wasn't like for real, like I wasn't really serious about it. And then he really changed my mind about the whole thing, and really gave me that extra oomph to you know stay with the sport and really take it seriously. Now, obviously, he remembers you to this day, uh, and. Have you had any conversations after that, or, or Frankie, or, or Chael, or any of those guys? Yeah, for sure. Um, I met Chael Sonnen. I saw me and Chael Sonnen met up at New York City. I forgot what car it was. It was a New York City UFC car. And he knew who I was. He recognized me. And we sat down and talked a little bit. And he was asking me how everything was going. And I said, great, you know, I'm trying to... I, I wasn't really, like... I didn't have any super fights under my name, but I was just like trying to make, my, make a name for myself. He was saying, like, oh, yeah, like, how you doing? And keep going and, you know, stick to your dreams and stuff. And I just listened to him. And that's how, like, I, I just, it, everything just started to go up after that, I felt like. And with the Rudy thing, it was just crazy. So, yeah, so let's, we haven't even introduced that, but we'll get to that right now because that, that, that itself is a story itself. So to this day, yeah. years after, Chael Sutton still remembers you. How cool is that? Yeah, Chael Sonnen is a guy who, he's a busy man. He has many things on his mind, and he remembers many different people, but he remembered you. So that is great. Now, so so where are you currently training right now? I'm training at North Jersey MMA and um, Lafayette, New Jersey. And, and any any of the, of the guys or girls that train in your gym or your camp uh, fight for any of the Bellators or the UFCs or any of the other companies? Well, yeah, yeah. Um... One of the best guys there, Sergio Sergio Villes, he's uh-huh. uh, he fights for Kasai Pro, so he's a really good guy. He's featured on Slow Grappling many times, and he, he's really good. He's coming up the ranks too. So now we're gonna go into Rudy Prieto. Rudy Prieto, we had him here uh, not too long ago because he uh, he made a name for himself, uh, not just because he's a martial artist, but because he took on Supreme Patty, uh, an Instagram sensation. Yeah. And Rudy did defeat Supreme Patty, but I have to admit, Supreme Patty actually, and he kind of brought it, right? For being this guy of. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> doing all this nonsense on social media, he lost weight. He looked pretty good. You know, he, he stood up with him. He looked him. pretty good, not gonna lie. Yeah. yeah, he did his thing. Yeah. So you took on Rudy, but you took on him on Jiu Jitsu, no? Yeah, so I literally bought the pay per view when he fought Supreme Patty, because I'm a big fan of um, Anthony Showtime Tennis. Uh-huh. So I literally bought the pay-per-view And like I just saw this guy And I was like Dude, I can beat this guy I know I can beat this guy This guy's getting fame For fighting Supreme Tyler like, I, I want to have that fame too Like uh-huh. I want to make it I want to fucking make it so bad <laughs> And So Then I literally DM'd him on Instagram I was like Listen I'll Well the, the original plan Was for him to fly out To New York uh-huh. And You know like, Enroll and have a match. He ended up hopping out of that early on. And I was like, screw it. I'll just fly out to Florida and I'll fight you. Like in Jiu-Jitsu. Uh-huh. So I go there. 
and we were supposed to have a weigh-in, and he ended up not wanting to weigh in. I cut down 158. He weighed in at 170, Whoa. and I still took him on. I still took him on, and I, we went to this random gym. I think it's called the Gracie Gym. Um, I forgot Gracie Downtown in Florida. Right. And I rolled with him. I beat him. I took him down. I believe the score was 8-0. He didn't score anything, but um, I beat him. I took him down. God side control. Had submission. Sent him. Got the win. So was this just done at the gym, or was this something that was sanctioned? Um, it was not sanctioned, but there was a ref. So, I mean, there was a ref keeping track of the score. So I won I, I won the fight, but there was, that was not like a venue or anything. It was that gym. So it was just you, you called them out and said, hey, I could beat you. Let's, let's go. You don't want to come to me? I'm going to go to you. Is anyone recorded this? Yeah, my friend did, um, Cooper. Um, my friend Cooper recorded the whole thing. And um, yeah, um, I I just wanted I just knew I knew I could beat him. I just blew down and I, I did what I had to do. And and maybe you can go ahead and share that link so we could share it on our site and everyone could see that. Oh, for sure. That that for match. Sure. So what made you? I know he took on Supreme Patty. I mean, I haven't looked at Rudy Prieto's uh, numbers on social media, but I'm sure he got some hits after defeating Supreme Patty. But what what made you? If if you know you're 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 talented. Uh, and, and I understand Prieto is more of a of a mixed martial artist. He's not a boxing guy. In fact, he even told me that yeah. I didn't want to do I mean, I didn't want to do boxing. I wanted to do MMA because that's what I do. And he had a couple of fights yeah. under his belt. So what made you say, "Hey, I'm gonna take on Rudy. I'm gonna really test myself." But was he that much of a? Did you find him that much of a challenge? No, I didn't. That's kind of why. That's kind of why I wanted to fight him because I knew I would beat him. Like I, he would. He would. He. I knew I. He was not gonna compete with me. I knew I would just go in there, take him down, and him just laying there. Like I just knew that he wouldn't score anything on me. And I, I knew everyone was saying, Oh, you're too young. You're too young. I keep hearing that. You're too young. This guy is so old, you know? I don't care. Like I, I knew I could beat this guy. I flew in. I got a job, a part time job for three weeks just so I get the plane ticket to Florida. <laughs> we stayed in this very horrible motel and I just I just knew I just wanted to beat this guy so bad. Because I wanna I wanna eventually fight the Bellator. And we'll get into that later too because like I did fight a Bellator fighter in Jiu-Jitsu and I was beating him. So I mean, I just want I, I want to I want to fight in Bellator the UFC. That's my main goal. So this Jiu-Jitsu match took place after the Supreme Patty fight. Um, the Rudy one. The 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 Jiu-Jitsu match you had with Prieto that took yeah that took after the Supreme Patty fight that he had. Yeah, so it was after the Supreme Valley fight. How how how, how soon? Because that was uh, that wasn't that too long ago. It, yeah, it was literally the the match took place August third. Right. So I don't know how long ago that was oh. after the Supreme Valley fight. Yeah, yeah not, not not yeah, not for, not far. It is wow. So did did he believe that you were actually gonna fly down to Florida? And, and what was his his reaction to say, "Wow, this guy actually made it out here." And are you friends with him? Are you cool? Well, I'll tell you what happened. It got really dicey. It got really dicey, I'm not going to lie. He didn't believe I was going to fly out. He really did not. He he posted about it. He said, oh, I'm going to have a grappling match against this kid. Everyone was commenting, like, oh, he's, you're fighting little kids and shit and giving him shit for it. <laughs> but like, they really they really didn't know. They didn't really think I was going to show up. Uh-huh. They didn't think I was going to show up. When I showed up, he was kind of in shock. Like, you're really here? I'm like, yes, I'm here. I'm here to fight. Like, And he really didn't even weigh in. He's like, let's not weigh in. 
And I was like, dude, like I cut weight. I was cutting weight that whole week. I I walk around at 170. We're supposed to have this thing at like 165 or 160. So I I thought that once to like to be safe. He didn't even weigh in. I still beat him. So like, it was just nuts. Then after I beat him, he took down all the posts of him, like saying he was gonna fight me and stuff. Like he he like deleted all of his posts. So, so basically, on his social media account, you can't find anything about this. No, he deleted everything. After he lost, he deleted everything. Do you think he's ashamed of this? He must be ashamed of it. Yeah, I mean, he must be. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, he did lose to an eighteen-year-old kid, but um, <laughs> other than that, he should take like he should be a good sport and say I lost the fight. You know what I'm saying? And then I guess his um lawyer or something DM me on Instagram. And said, if you don't send, because I didn't even post the video at that point. Uh -huh. He DM, um, Rudy was mad that I had sent the whole video the day of. But my friend was in the process of like making the video, putting it on YouTube. Oh, so wow. his lawyer DM said, if you don't send the video, we're going to like um, prosecute, prosecute you for exploitation. And I was like, what is that? Like, what are you talking about? So we, cause we didn't send the whole video. We eventually sent the whole video and it's all straightened out now. But it's weird that he, his lawyer DM me. Yeah, it was just a little weird to me. Very awkward, yeah. Why? And I see that some of the pictures you could follow Ty on Instagram, him uh, submitting Rudy Prieto as in a submission, and uh, he actually looks in, in pain. But you can follow Ty yeah. on his Instagram account. That's T Y Ty, and then Costlo C O S T L O W U F C, and uh, you can see that those pictures were taken at the Gracie downtown. And uh, Rudy has to be what in his mid mid twenties, I would say. Yeah, I think he's like in his um, late 20s, actually. So. Late 20s, wow, yeah. So here we go, yeah. we got an 18-year-old guy going, flying in. Uh, so you said you, you worked extra, you worked a part-time job just to fly yourself out there and take on him. Just to fly. All right, so, so, so what was the reaction from his teammates? Because you just got embarrassed in your backyard. Yeah, um, his teammates... We're not there, actually. Get this. So we went, we're supposed to be at a different gym with a cage and everything. That gym shut down. So Rudy drove me to a different gym to fight me. Huh. So, he, so where, did you, where did you meet him? So you met him at this other gym, and then he says, we're not going to do it here. We're going to drive somewhere else? Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's literally what happened. It was crazy. He says we're supposed to do it at Rumble Training Center, but I guess that closed down. So we went to the Gracie downtown, and we did it there. Wow. So, are, you're, I'm assuming if this, you know, alleged attorney is reaching out to you, then you are not cool with Rudy, or are you? Yeah, you, I, I was very, like, I was very weird now when that happened. I was like, it's very weird. And now, I, I, when he reached out to you, I mean, has there been any more? Uh, the communication between you and the lawyer as to why you're, you're not really exploring no, that. No. It was just uh, an we, agreement. We, yeah, we solved it, but like Rudy ended up blocking me after on Instagram. He blocked me from, from his Instagram after I posted the picture of him getting like messed up, you know? Yeah, he's getting submitted and you can, again, you can see it on Ty's uh, Instagram account has him in a submission and um, where... <laughs> It's not, it's not looking too good for Rudy, and you can see there's many. And and now, Ty, you're going to go ahead and share that video with us, and people can see it as well. So why do you of think course, he's doing that? I mean, if you lose, you you lost fair and square. It is what it is. I don't see what the big deal is. Yeah, 
I don't know. I honestly don't know, and I think it's more of him being a poor sport, honestly. If I, if I would have lost that night, I would have been like, hats off to you. You know, you beat me fair and square, and, you know, you know, I wouldn't be a poor sport about it and do all that bullshit. I just wouldn't, you know? So would you... Now, you did jiu-jitsu, but would you fight him in an MMA fight? Uh, because I know he has oh, a couple for of... sure. Yeah, he has a couple of amateur MMA fights under his belt. Yeah, honestly, you think that would that would be worse for him? Honestly, I would finish it. I would finish him in an MMA fight. So have that you? That would be easy. That would be an easy one for me. Do you do you have any M- any, any amateur uh, MMA fights under your belt or not yet? Not yet, but um, I will be getting some soon. But um, I have tons of jiu-jitsu experience, uh, matches and and all that. So, Ty, I mean, of course, your dream is to get to the UFC, the Bellator, or any of the uh, well-known promotions. But right now, in uh, in your young age of 18, uh, do you want to take on Rudy in uh, in an amateur MMA fight? Is that your is that your goal for now? Um, honestly, it's not. I'll tell you what my real goal is. Um, when I was when I was 14, I fought um, Aviv Gozali. He's a Bellator fighter. I don't know if you know him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's a Bellator fighter. And um, I saw him in jiu-jitsu. I was beating him. I took him down and everything. And then he ended up sweeping me, you know, getting points. He never submitted me, but um, he did beat me. I want to avenge that. I want to avenge that loss in MMA. I want to go to Bellator and fight him. He's the youngest fighter on the roster. He's 18 years old as well. And I want to fight him. I know I've called him out on social media. We've gone back and forth, but um, I'm trying to get in contact with Bellator so I can fight him. Well, Ty, I mean, you got some some uh, a nice story there to share. Now, you you were even on the uh, Helwani show. How did that happen? Um, well, I was on the Helwani show because um, it was due to the um, shell phone thing. He brought me in because it was a crazy story at the time. I was only like eleven years old, and I was on the yeah. He just like talked about the whole incident with shell phone, and I was, I was on there for like thirty minutes. It was insane. Well, Ty, you got a great story, and I want to thank you for sharing that for us. So, uh, in the meantime, you're still training hard, and you're still working a part-time job as well. Um, I actually quit the job. I'm doing. I'm fully going out to some dream I have. I'm not working at all. I'm just going to the gym, training every day. Well, Ty, man, I want to thank you so much again for reaching out and for listening to the show and contacting me. It's a, it's a, it's a real pleasure and fun to have you here on the show. And uh, hopefully, any of those two guys that. Uh, you know, we talked about Rudy and your former foe, uh, who's currently in Bellator. Ty wants to avenge that loss, and Rudy, well, he wants to take you on in an amateur MMA fight. Uh, it'd be fun to see those two at it. Uh, Ty, anything else you want to share? Um, I just want to say one message to Abib. If you really have the ball to fight me, meet me in the Bellator Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Great story there for the young man, 18 years old. Keep an eye on him. That is a prospect that you'll soon be seeing on your screen competing perhaps one day for gold. All right, well, Nate Diaz returns to the octagon as he takes on Anthony Pettis. Last time we saw Diaz was, well, he took on Conor McGregor and he lost by a decision. In fact, he's gone on the record and said that he believes the UFC, after that defeat, wanted him out. Wanted to basically erase his whole history with the UFC. But he's back, and he's going to take an Anthony uh, Pettis Jr. Uh, And I have to tell you, the Pettis is no slouch. 
As you know, he's a former champion. He can bring it when he wants. He's exciting. And I think this is a pretty fair fight. Uh, I, I don't see anyone getting knocked out, but very tactical. It could last the, the three rounds. And I, I mean, Anthony does have the knockout power, but I, I don't see Diaz getting knocked out. I mean, I don't even remember seeing Diaz knocked out at all. And nonetheless, Diaz's jiu-jitsu, of course, is by far badass. And his stand-up, <laughs> we know how good that, that is as well. So it, it, it makes for a really good, exciting fight between these two. It's just to see if he's rusty or not. It's just a matter of time until we see both these guys inside that cage. And we'll find out for ourselves how or if Diaz is rusty. Also part of this card is uh, none other than Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero versus Paulo Costa. Both of these guys had to actually meet earlier this year here in South Florida. That didn't occur after Costa uh, received an injury and then Romero got injured and he wasn't on the card. But now they're going to meet. They're going to do it this coming weekend. The big UFC pay-per-view which is headlined by the main event of Daniel Cormier putting up his strap against Stipe Miocic. That's this Saturday. And remember, DC at one point said that Stipe didn't really deserve a rematch. Stipe says that that might have been a fluke as far as how he lost his title. In fact, that was the last time that um, uh, DC uh, competed. And if you remember... Rumor had it, or not really rumor happened, but uh, the word was that Daniel Cormier's next opponent was going to be none other than Brock Lesnar. As Brock Lesnar made an appearance inside the octagon after DC defeated Stipe Miocic. Or sorry, uh, Daniel Cormier defeated Derek Lewis in UFC 230. But that was the the fight. Everyone expected that DC was going to take on Brock Lesnar, but Brock Lesnar's not coming back, as far as our understanding. But DC is in, uh, he's ready to go. He's ready to defend his title. Remember, he's a two-divisional champion. He last defended his light heavyweight championship back last year in January. And then he won the heavyweight championship in July against Stipe. So Stipe is now going to get that uh, title opportunity. And Daniel Cormier defeated Derek Lewis back in November. So, DC hasn't competed this year. Apparently he was dealing with some injuries. And of course there were some talks that he was going to retire. That is why he wanted that fight with Brock Lesnar. Being that last hurrah that never happened. And he had, and, and then a former foe, John Jones. Has said that that fight. A trilogy between DC and John Jones will not happen. In fact he went on to say that he guarantees. That DC and John Jones will not meet ever. Again. And listen, I didn't want to see that fight. I'm telling you, I, I could see... It, both of those fights, of course, have all met with controversies. John Jones defeated both times uh, DC, but of course he always got busted with something. But I'm sorry, man. I just think John Jones, whether you put him in heavyweight or light heavyweight, John Jones is just a better fighter, and it is what it is. But speaking of which, uh, who is a better fighter? Uh, Fabrizio Verdum was just recently asked, who is... The GOAT, who is the greatest of all time as far as heavyweights. And he said that, not Daniel Cormier, but Fedor Amelalenko is the greatest of all time. 
when it comes to heavyweights. Now, okay, Daniel Cormier is an Olympic uh, Olympic uh, competitor. He is a two-divisional champion. He's 40 years old. He was a champion, too, in uh, Strike Force. Okay? Now, he does have 24 fights under his belt. One no contest. One loss. Which, that belongs to, these, uh, to Jones. And then you have the 22 wins. Okay? The first loss... Uh, was back to John Jones in 2015. Then he got the whole no contest July 2017. Okay, so his only losses or his only uh, issues there in his in his record is John Jones. All right, so he has 24 fights. So looking now to Fedor Emelianenko, and I'm not saying that Emelianenko is not up there as far as greatest heavyweights of all time. I, I, I definitely agree. But Fedor Emelianenko had 45 fights. Out of those 45 fights, he won 38 times, six of them losses. Uh, one of them uh, is a no contest. Now, in those losses, he had five knockouts and one submissions. That is how he was defeated. He himself has 14 wins, 15 submission wins, and nine the decision wins. So let's take a look at the people that he has fought. He never fought John Jones. Uh, but there are some names there that DC took on and that he took on. All right. So that that's pretty interesting. But what, you see, DC started a, a little later than Fedor. Fedor has been around since 2000. 2000, that's 19 years. That was his first fight back in May of 2000. And then when you look at Daniel Cormier, it says the guy that his first fight was back in 2009. It's nine years after. Okay? That, then when Emilio Mel, um, Fedor was around. So let's take a look here. Let's take a look. And some of the people uh, where they both have something in common. And again, this is this is this is this is a coin toss here as far as you know who's better than who. Um, Orlovsky, you know, Fedor won. Uh, let's see, uh, God, this is this is this is this is pretty tough. Barnett, uh, Barnett, as we know, fought. Um, Fedor, you know, Frank Mir, Fedor, let's see, Fedor also took on him, no, he did not, um, so the, it's, it, it's really hard to tell, I'll be honest, because it, it, the, the time that they were in action, you know, those, that, that was a competition, and D.C., is at the pinnacle as far as mixed martial arts because the fighters are not really round, you know, one rounded. They're very diverse. They're they're very they evolve. Hence, that's why he started losing. I mean, let's be honest. He lost to let's see, 
Fader lost to Verdum. If you remember that one, that was a whole big deal. He had, he had, I don't know, more than thirty fights or twenty something fights undefeated, and then he got defeated by Verdum, and then Bigfoot defeated him, and then Dan Anderson defeated him. Um, but that already, that was back in two thousand eleven. So that was eleven years, or ten years after his debut. So. It's really a coin toss. If you want to go by streak, as far as the longest one, it belongs to Fedor. But I'm going to have to slightly give the edge to Daniel because of the quality of fighters that he has taken. He took on Anderson Silva. He took, and he on two divisions. He, um, John Jones. And the list goes on and on. Stipe Mojciak. I'm going to have to slightly give it to Daniel Cormier because of the fact that I mean, let's face it. Yes, he has the top of the top when it comes to heavyweight. They have the best. And that is the reason why I think that they were, or DC is the GOAT. Don't agree? Well, shoot me an email. Info at theromanshow.com. I'd love to hear your opinion. That's info at theromanshow.com. All right, guys. Thanks so very much for joining us on the program this week. We'd love to have you here again. Same at podcast same website this is the roman show you've been listening to and next week we welcome andrew whitney on the roman show this and a whole lot more if you haven't on catch you next week ladies and gentlemen thanks for listening